Yes, 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 y'all. We are back. We are back. We are back. Welcome to another episode of Illegal Intellect. I'm your host, Q. Back in the building, a.k.a. Back in the building, a.k.a. Sparkling Water Poppy, a.k.a. Let's pick up back where we left off. Yeah, so last week I did share, man, uh, like I said, the summer is here. A lot of people is uh, diving into these relationships heavy. I shouldn't even say heavy because... Like I said, a lot of stuff is, I think a lot of men and women are still at odds these days about, you know, these circle points, I'll call them, and really just like talking in circles kind of about the same things. But um, in picking up where I left off, man, today, I just want to jump right into it, man. And, you know, I find myself, you know, thinking like, man, a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of stuff, man, these days is seeming like everyone is just out for self. You know, and it's kind of weird, you know, like thinking about this, like when you actually like take the time to like quiet your mind down and think about like, like a lot of stuff has been very me oriented, especially in culture. I want to say like within the last four years, at least for me, and especially going back to thinking about, uh, I remember when like entrepreneurs was the wave and that was like the thing to do where everybody was like you know you need to go into business for yourself you don't want to be working for nobody else you need to be benefiting off of your your skills the most that you can and you know I, I just remember thinking man like a lot of stuff is just not for everybody you know and you know that is definitely one of them and it's tough and you know I, I'm I find myself thinking, you know, relationships, you know, are the same way, man. I know there's a lot of people out there that are believing that, um, like I said uh, in this, there's somebody for everybody. And I, I think this has gotten a lot of people in the mode and just thinking like there is no way that they can be alone because that means that something is wrong with the world, you know, and. For a lot of people, man, the same way, like, going into the business for yourself, man, going into a relationship is difficult as well. And, you know, I, I say that with, um, you know, all due respect to, like, all parties and whatever people, you know, adhere to relationship-wise. There's many different types of relationships between, like, monogamous relationships, uh, polygamous relationships, open relationships, and, like, I, even a relationship people have with themselves, but... You know, a lot of it has been centered around self and a lot of people I think are in this era of like, you know, people claiming like they kind of want equality or, or reciprocity. I feel like a lot of people are looking for clones, you know, of themselves. You know, somebody is looking for somebody that's going to do exactly what they can do and they'll be OK with that. I mean, even for the most part, maybe a little bit better, but just not too much better. And, you know, I find that this this single the way that we like single a lot of things out makes me think like a lot of people are not even coming together for like the team aspect of it. And, you know, I'm guilty of that, like kind of till this day where, you know, I have to still find myself using using the word we often. Right. And even kind of picking up maybe where I might have left off a little bit from last week, you know. I often find that a lot of people, even when things like are not going wrong, <clears throat> whatever type of relationship this may be, right, even if it's like a, a friendship, you know, 
a lot of it goes with, you know, like you messed up. You know, or even if it's I messed up or I didn't do this or you didn't do this. But it's it's not too often people say, you know, like we didn't do this. And that's why things is off. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to sometimes sharing, like why there may be success in a relationship. A lot of it is like like stems from a most of it. I shouldn't say. Yeah, a lot of it. Most of it stems from a place of like. You know what? Well, I did this. So, you know, if I if I wasn't doing this, you know, would it be like this? You know, you kind of have these thoughts. Right. But, you know, seldom do you think like, well, well, we actually do this together. And when this takes place or even if I do this and if it creates like this reaction and it's still kind of like a team effort, you know what I'm saying? And it got me thinking, you know, about uh, love languages. And it's. I don't I really kind of don't know when this became like the very, very popular thing, like from the very beginning. But I know like from culture, different people I've had conversations with. And like I said, with the state of podcasts and YouTube going around, like, you know, love languages, they they come up so often. And apparently that there's five love languages. Right. Somebody decided that there is five love languages and everybody needs to take a quiz and figure out what their love language is. And the five love languages as follows are words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. And uh, oddly enough, uh, I took this quiz like a long time ago, but I took it just to take it because people was just telling me, like, go ahead and take it so you can figure out what your love language is. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the first thing that I wanted to say about when I took the test was. Um, I did not like how like certain questions were grouped with each other. So I think like for me, like it might have been like receiving gifts and like active service, like all those questions were grouped with each other. Like it, they didn't get grouped with like a like it wasn't like an acts of service question got grouped with a quality of, of time, you know, question. So I, I wish it would have been a more mix up of that. But uh. Shoot, if I can remember, I might remember my results. Could be wrong, right? I don't know. But I remember before I took the love languages, love language quiz, I was telling myself that, um, man, I think I'm a, I'm a good balance of both. I mean, not both, but like all five of what's been listed here. If these are the five love languages people are to go by, I believe like physical touch, I had like 20%, like quality time was 20%. Words of affirmation was uh 20%. And then it was acts of service for me was 27%. And then receiving gifts was 13%. Now, even to the original point I'm making, I feel like if these questions, acts of service and receiving gifts questions were more mixed up between other topics, I would have scored 20% in all of them, right? And even the reason why I'm kind of harping on that and I'm bringing that up, right, with me saying, like, everything being kind of so self-centered, man, like, a lot of the times when people jump into a love language talk, even for the, you know, it's it's even one of these questions I think people kind of ask, like in the beginning when they're getting to know somebody, like, oh, like, what's your love language, right? With this idea of, like, if, you know, if, if I know what this person may value the most or subconsciously values the most, that this is how they receive love the best. And this is what I need to make sure I'm doing to always make sure this person feels loved and always make sure this person feels happy. And, you know, that's fine. 
I'm more for like from the train of thought is, you know, in my mind, how I think it like even with me saying like, man, I, 20 percent in all these categories would be good for me because I feel, I find that if if these are five languages, right, five different types of languages. The for me, the best thing to do would be to be good at all five of them instead of being good at just one, like even for like the other person. Like, say even the person says, like, receiving gifts is their love language, right? But the part that's always confusing for me when you look at these these other love languages, right, is that um, I still think it takes all five, you know, in a relationship. Like, I don't, I really don't think there's just, like, there's just this one that always outweighs the other. Because even some of these things, like, how I see it, um, a lot of these things seem to develop from like something that people lack like early on in childhood in my brief observation. For one, I find that people that claim that their love language is receiving gifts, like tend to be the people that only kind of felt good maybe about themselves if they received a gift, you know, for something that they did. Right. Compared to like other things, right, like an active service or like quality time, like people feel like, oh, well, I got rewarded for this. And that's just what I knew, like growing up or even people whose love language may be like physical touch. Like, you know, I find that these are people that have just been deprived of like certain closeness. And, you know, this is just what they crave. They just think, like, if somebody just touched me, like, I, I feel wanted, I feel appreciated, you know? And same thing with, like, words of affirmation. Like, a lot of people who, that I've noticed that say, like, words of affirmation is their love language are people that tend to have had, like, low self-esteem coming up and, like, people, like, not saying, like, maybe, like, so many nice things about them. So they feel like somebody... They, they they feel love the most if somebody does these things. But me, myself, personally, I find that, you know, if I was good at all five of these, this would be a good love to betray to somebody, in my opinion. Because I would I would I would think, you know, my you know, my my girlfriend now would want me to use some words of affirmation to to say good things about her, to build her up. I would think that she would want acts of service from me, you know, for me to do some things when she asks me or even how I look at an act of service. Sometimes it's like even like I might not like this particular activity. Right. But or, you know, I might be confused by the activity. Right. It's not something that I do all the time. But for the sake of love, you know, I do it. I do it for her receiving gifts. You know, I would think that when like, you know, especially people that take like holidays and like really big on celebrations, right? You know, but well, even outside of that, but I would think like somebody would like, you know, a token of appreciation every now and again, you know, or something that separates from like a regular day, man, just even showing like some appreciation, you thankful for the person and quality time to me, even though I haven't heard a lot of people say quality time that much, but, um, I find even that would be like, man, what, 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 what relationship? I'm sorry, I'm stuttering over my words. Could really function 
without time put in and lots of it even you know my current situation even being a long distance relationship now i can't even be there physically but it's like a lot of my time is put in like over the phone and facetime so it's like but how even even if you're in person like what relationship is continuing without time put in and a lot of it and meaningful time right not not just like oh i'm here we did this xyz but like putting meaningful time in with each other you know and even like physical touch man uh even you know even me I, i'm not too big on phys physical touch per se but you know i will say even like growing up just being like a young lad man like you know there there are there are certain touches that i believe even just as a man like from women that just like feel different like man like get my get my back rub back scratch you know things of that nature like massages man like man they just hit different make me feel closer connected man and even essentially like a a big symbol of physical touch that shows you know people's love for each other even we see this at weddings all the time is is the kiss right you know the kiss like that that touch right there like the the sensation that it gives to the two people you know that are partaking in that man like I'm just saying, man, like if, if there was no touching in a real, in a relationship at all, no well, no physical touch, man. I don't I don't know I don't know how long it would last or where it would go. You know, and, and even then, like how I don't man, it's hard to even fathom for real, even to explain just like I don't know, people that just like didn't want anything to do with each other physically, where it's like even the world that we live in now like physical appearance has become like more more important than anything so you know i could only imagine man a lot of people just don't like to look but don't touch but anyway back to what i'm saying about love languages you know i think uh i think a lot of times just honing in on like one one particular language like and i i'm not even saying like obviously because even like i said when somebody when i had my test done i explained to somebody and somebody's like well that just means like really the fact that this one has the higher percent is like this is what matters to to you the most right if we go going based off what the test says right so i think like i said 20 27 i had was for acts of service right but you know i'm still the type of person that like you know uh because of my upbringing you know like um, I'm okay with actually what I can get, like whatever, like effort somebody actually is willing to put forth because, you know, I just, I just naturally just grew up just like, man, the, the bare minimum is actually enough for me. And I understand my bare minimum is different for like a lot of people. Like, you know, I'm already like not a flashy person, you know, I'm not, mm, I'm like half conservative and like half like liberal. I guess if I could phrase it that way, not really in a political sense, but more of like in a spiritual sense. And uh, shoot, even like as far as like receiving gifts, like, you know, I, I do appreciate like meaningful gifts that people give me, man. But, you know, people don't always have to give me gifts. I don't feel like I always need something, you know, like all the time. You know, I shouldn't say all the time, but I just don't feel like I always need something for the most part. Because a lot of the stuff that I actually want, you know, I just go ahead and I just make it happen, man, because uh, I'm I'm very I'm very well thought on the things that I want, man. And even as far as like quality time, like, you know, I've always been a person that like, man, I live in a real world, man. We busy. It's a lot of things going on. Like, 
you know, just whenever I can get some time, right, and make it as meaningful as I can. And physical touch, man, I'm not the hand-holding type. And I've even had to even explain kind of like hugs. Now, I love, I do love hugging my girlfriend. But I will say, like, as far as, like, like regular, like, everyday people, or just, like, I remember uh, this wasn't, I don't know, man. I just don't remember getting just hugged, hugged constantly when I was growing up. I honestly feel like the most that I started hugging people was when I went away to school and the church that I still go to now, you know, and that's how people greeted each other, man, like when they was happy to see people, man. It took me a little bit to adjust, man. I was I was very, very big on, like, giving people sidearm hugs, man, because I was just like, man, it's kind of too much close contact for me. I don't understand what's going on. I feel a little weird. But uh, and even now, like as far as traveling and being older and you see family members like man, just like that warm embrace, man. And it's man, it's just I'm, I actually am happy to actually be able to like give hugs to people as I've gotten older and appreciated life more. And then even going back up the top to words of affirmation, man, I, I talked very highly of myself. And I remember actually I had to pray for humility for a long time because. You know, I just spoke so highly of myself and my self-esteem was like really up there towards like I, I don't stay down about much. And if I do get down, it's not for too long. So but now obviously that's just me. But uh, I do understand how like I like for other people, they might lock in the one and be like, OK, boom. Like this is what you need to do for me, for my love tank to be filled and for me to be happy and for me to feel connected to you. You know, but uh, I, man, I still find that man in this thinking of like like my love language, right? I, I still even think like coming in with just that thought and just like, whoa, like if if I'm already coming in like centered on me and what I need to happen, and then not to mention if you introducing yourself to somebody that's new, and this is supposed to be uh growth anyway, kind of just throwing kind of just throwing this out here i think without seeing how the other person is first or what the other person is actually capable of right i kind of i kind of think it's just going into it just uh you know just a little bit like not open to the idea of like naturally forming the connection man and even even to a degree i feel like the love language thing is another one of these things that i think people might want to be careful of because you could throw this out here and somebody could use this and you know, intentionally maybe to manipulate you in a certain way to get a certain result that they're looking for. To whereas you, you'll excuse a whole bunch of red flags just because, like, well, my love language is receiving gifts, and he's always giving me gifts. Like he's he's always like giving. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, it could be like, man, y'all, you don't get no quality time. You don't get no physical touch. You don't get no acts of service, and the person ain't really got nothing nice to say about you. They don't really even know you, right? But they're giving you gifts. And, I mean, even take those scenarios and just, like I said, just focus on one and just imagine if you're still not getting the other ones. Like, like somebody's just always got good words to say about you, but every time your birthday come around, they ain't never got you no gift. But every time their birthday come around, like, they make sure, like, they ball out, they go all out. Or, you know, they they treating themselves like ultra nice, even like an act of service, man. Like like you somebody that like, you know, you do you you just love doing stuff for other people to make them feel appreciated. But, man, you you ask this person to, to maybe do something that you've been thinking about for a while or that, you you know, you're really enjoying. They, they make no efforts to acknowledge it at all. They just ignore it. Same thing back to like quality time, man. Like, sure, like. Say y'all are 
seeing each other. Y'all do spend time with each other, but it's, it's never really meaningful. Like it doesn't really amount to much. It's not it's not even like enough quality time put in for there's still be growth to where you starting to feel a little iffy down the line. And that's kind of wh where my train of thought is with this, man, where I just think, man, I think the best idea would be if the love languages is going to be your blueprint for how you want to go forward in your healing or go forward and making sure that, you know, somebody is loving you correctly or they're the right person for you. I think the best thing to do would be to be good at all five of these languages. Because even for me, as far as like me looking at the word love, like it just means so many things. So I just think love, love is too powerful just to be one way and just to be expressed in one way. And, you know, I remember thinking, man, I was uh, in, a, in a way previous situation and Man, when I used to be caught in these conversations, when the words would come out, well, like, like, this is the only way that I know how to love. And it just had me stuck thinking in my mind, like, but does that mean you're not capable of learning how to, you know, express love in different ways, in more ways than one? Especially like when, I, like I said, man, I think about the real world all the time, man, to where it's like. What what happens like when something real real serious happens, right? So it's like if yo if yo if someone's love language is is gift giving, and I get laid off from my job, man, and it's taking me like you know several months, you know, to get back on a job, and it's like obviously I'm not in position to be probably buying some gifts right now. But does that mean that like quality time or words of affirmation? you know, and, or acts of service that I can do while I'm, you know, in this, in a financial bond. Is that not enough? Is that not enough? Does that not count towards the love tank? Can, can that not make a deposit inside the love tank? Or let's see, man, let's even, maybe even physical touch. Like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm in a long distance relationship, right? So let's say, Man, what if what if that did become an issue? But it's like, man, really, man, like can the other four things that I can provide, can can they not hold the place until I'm able to be in the same place? You know what I'm saying? Just use that as an example. You know, and, and that's why I even feel like it would be better to be more versatile and more than one love language as well. You know, because even what I'm getting at, I, get, I think in the core is just like people get in the mindset of not always like being like me, 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 me. Like somebody needs to perform my love language, but can you, can you actually adapt to be good at all the love languages? And in essence, I think that if you were good at all the love languages, you would even make yourself better at receiving them all. And, uh, I even say this from a point of reference to saying, I remember my first episode, I, I read the five love languages for men. I did read that book. I, I recommend it for, probably men and women, but more importantly, like I recommend it for men. And I would say like a, a lot of the takeaways that I got from the book and the examples that they gave out was, uh, that one, I definitely need to become a better communicator when it came to expressing love and not specifically with just words of affirmation, but just like talking in general, just to figure out actually like what makes my, my partner click what what actually does work for them like and I found that a lot of that conversation I wasn't having like previously in any relationship that I kind of been in in the beginning I wasn't taking a deep dive 
like that, you know. So I feel like one communication had to improve, especially with being a man. And even with that just came with like, man, even having to get more in tune with just everything not being logic, but even trying to understand so much more from my woman's point of view so that I can make sure that I am loving correctly. And I found out that was that's the biggest barrier that the book was teaching me as a man that, you know, I could get up here and be like, I'm a man. This is all I know, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, why keep living in like that excuse per se, instead of working at knowing something else, instead of working at knowing my partner better, instead of working at helping my partner enjoy being in a relationship with me. Right. And even in essence, even like I said earlier about, you know, reciprocity and just people wanting real equality. Like, you know, I find that th there are a lot of things between both genders that somebody can do that the other person cannot do. But I find that's the part that is making it fair. Right. Because like there are things that I find like women are way stronger with emotion. W women are way stronger emotionally than men in certain areas. And then I feel like even there are other things emotionally that men are more stronger at than women, but that's the part of it about it. That's fair. So, but a lot of times we get often in this, like always like men are logical. Women are emotional. It's like, well, we all like a combination of all of these things. And we just have to figure out how these things, you know, play out, man. You know what I'm saying? And, even as far as like the the nurture versus nature and like men role protect provide you know those things and women's job like in being nurturing and comforting it's like man it's gonna be some times where a lot of that has to change and like I said even with communicating I even had to realize that man there's there's a lot of time that I think like men spend so much you know time maybe in this this essence of like this is how men must speak. This is how men must conduct themselves because, you know, even for us, I'm still considering myself a young guy, man. You spend so much time talking to your boys or talking to other OGs or other older men that uh, if, you know, you don't talk to enough women, you don't realize sometimes, like, uh, you come in with logic all the time, like, and just complaining about, I don't get how it's not making sense until, you know, start realizing, man, I actually got to start, you know, talking to, like, some older women, some older married women, and start getting, you know, more game on how to express myself so that my woman can understand me. And if that requires me to, to you know, to put my my logic in my back pocket and then pull, pull my emotions out or what I'm learning about emotionally to express myself or stay calm. And even what I've been learning now, like, instead of complaining or saying, like, I don't understand or I don't get it and just leaving it there, like, I just try to ask as many questions as I can and listen without responding so that my, you know, my brain can start adapting and I can get used to like, okay, like this is, this is how my woman prefers for me to speak or for us to have a dialogue about some things. And when, you know, things may get a little dicey or, you know, people may get a little bit upset, you know? So like I said, I, I, I think the book, man, was real good in revealing that to me. And then also there was an example that they gave in a book that I'll bring up here. I don't know if I brought it up when I first kind of talked about the books I read, but they gave it this idea of about, uh, I want to say like a a marriage is like a, a tennis match. Now, obviously I'm not married, but 
I don't mind using that, right? So a marriage is like a tennis match, right? So, like, just imagine as the man, right, you are in, the, in this tennis match with your woman. And she, she serves the ball, but you don't hit the ball back, all right? And she scores, right? But now let's just imagine, say that just keeps happening over and over and over and over and over again to where it's like at, at some point the game is not enjoyable. The game is not fun. The game is not being played correctly when one person is just participating in the game and the other person is just standing there. And you can even make that vice versa. And that's that's really what I find when I'm saying I think people should expound upon if these are the, the, the five love languages, right? Which even for me, I think like love is so much more than these things, but obviously you can you can boil it down to these five if you choose, right? But um like man, just everybody wants to be playing a good game of tennis and it's it's nothing like watching a good tennis match if y'all ever get a chance, man. And I know we got some new superstars on the rise with a lot of these younger people. You know, I'm from the era where I seen like Serena Williams was dom- dominating everybody and uh Djokovic, uh Nadal, uh Federer. You know, these these people was out here just going crazy, man. I even enjoy when the greats played each other in tennis from time to time, man, and it's just it's it's just nothing like seeing it and then just even at the end how like the handshakes at the end and even just the emotions that people have like after a good tennis victory, man, and that's where I think we need to find ourselves and man, like how can we be on the same court together and we just having a great game? And then at the end of this game it's just like, man, it's no love lost, but so much more love gained. And I think I want to end with this example in that, you know, I find that my favorite restaurant is uh, Texas Day Brazil. And for anybody that hasn't been to Texas Day Brazil, I suggest you do your best to go there if you got one. But I will say this, the it's a Brazilian steakhouse, so I even say if you don't have a Texas Day Brazil, try to go to a Brazilian steakhouse, you know, at least once in your life. I, I'm, I'm probably about to go next week since I'm bringing it up, but, you know, Texas Day Brazil is my favorite restaurant for a number of reasons. <clears throat> number one, a lot of people that know me know that, man, uh, I consume a lot of food. I consume a lot of food, man, and it's nothing more than I love than going to a restaurant to where I know that I'm going to get full. That's one. Number two, with it being a Brazilian steakhouse, they serve a lot of quality steaks, cuts of steak. They also serve a couple of different porks. And if I'm not mistaken, the only chicken that they serve is like uh, the, like garlic parmesan, like chicken breast and i think it's wrapped in bacon and then they also have a salad bar that comes with like uh scalloped potatoes jasmine rice lobster bisque if you go for uh dinner but now since covid they serve it all the time now and um exquisite deli cuts like different types of salads at the salad bars like this is very exquisite 
you know, salad bar, man. It's, it's not a typical salad bar. And uh, they even have, like, uh, the chimichurri sauce because they even serve, like, lamb. I forgot that. That's, that's, man, rack of lamb is, like, one of my favorite proteins. But so it's, it's a good good quality of things to choose from. With that being said, all of this stuff is unlimited. You heard that right. Everything that they have at Texas Day Brazil is unlimited. You can order, like, a specific, like, specific cuts, I guess, in have those i've never had that experience but you know everything is unlimited and people and what happens is you sit down at the table and uh they even give you the this brazilian cheese bread which is unlimited uh garlic mashed potatoes which is unlimited and even have like plantains which is unlimited and the plantains is, is a palate cleanser for you to have in between tasting the different cuts because what happens if they have these uh waiters or waitresses that walk around with these, uh, I call them giant swords, right? With the cut of meat, like with the whole actual cut of meat, and all this meat is like seared over a flame at high heat. And a lot of it is served like medium to medium rare. But if you don't like that, they will uh, cook it a little bit longer for you if you prefer more the medium or the well side, right? Right, so they bring these different cuts around and they give you like a sticker and green means, you know, you want, you want, uh, you want as much meat pause <clears throat> as they got going around. But, and if you want to take a break or you don't want somebody to come to, you, you can flip it over on the red side and just en enjoy what you have. And, uh, my man, my favorite cut is the filet mignon. And it's already a win for me with filet mignon anyway. Because, uh, like I said, it's unlimited. So even most restaurants you go to, man, filet mignon or any type of cut of steak you want, it's already like $50 for these cuts. But this place is like 50 bucks, and you get access to all this food. But even the, the best part about the restaurant is the quality of service that you get at this place. Where this is like every time I go here, I have the same experience, you know, I wait, I get to my table, you know, go to the salad bar, I come back, and then from that point on, really don't have to get up. Everything else is just just comes right to you. And it's the one restaurant where, I, like, I find, like, I don't get rushed to leave. You know, I get encouraged to try to partake in as much as I can and enjoy the experience. Because I know for a lot of people, they go to a Brazilian steakhouse and they look at it like a buffet almost, like, oh, I need to hurry up and stuff stuff myself with so much food. Where the experience really is to to take your time and enjoy these different cuts of uh, of meat. And just en enjoy, like, a fine dining experience, right? And it's, between man, between the service, the quality of food, I, I'm always treated good there. Uh, man, I don't, I can't even, I don't really, even you can request them to bring like the same, like a, a particular cut that you enjoyed the most. Like they'll keep bringing that back and then you can have as many pieces as you want. That's the other thing, man. Like, like this, man, this place is like a, a dream, right? And I'm bringing this example up to say like, I think about other restaurants and the, man, it's like the reason why they're not my favorite restaurant in Texas Day Brazil is because Texas Day Brazil is good at so many things, right? So many things. Just imagine other restaurants you go to where it's like, ah, 
the food is good, but every time I go here, the service is like luster. Or you go to restaurants like, man, the service is good, or I got a particular way that I like, but man, my food is always cold, man, every time I go to Cheesecake Factory. But, uh, you know, food is cold, or even a lot of times, you know, you go to restaurants with parties of people, and it's like, you know, they're trying to bring the food out at once, or, you know, everybody's trying to divvy up the bill or whatever, but it's like, man, you go here, it's like, you pretty much know, it's like, man, it's, it's 50 bucks a person if you just want salad bar, it's like $25. Now, this price might have changed since the pandemic, but most of the time, I've still been going, I went in 2022, I think two times, it was still 50 bucks, but, um. Yeah, so even that, man, as far as that, as far as that, and then, man, I get treated so good, you know, there, it's like, I'm, man, I, I always love tipping when I'm at Texas Day Brazil, always love, never had to, never, I mean, never once have I never had to be like, man, I ain't, I ain't tipping, even though when I have bad service, I do still tip, man, because, you know, I, I still want to spread some love, man, because people have hard days out there, but I'm saying that to say, man, Texas Day Brazil is good at so many things, man, and that's why I love the place. And that's why I brag about them. That's why when people ask me what's my favorite restaurant, I always say Texas Day Brazil. I'm always telling people, go to Texas Day Brazil if you can. But if you cannot, go to a Brazilian steakhouse because you will not regret this experience, man. Especially, man, when you're a first-timer, man. It's just like, boy, it's like the first time I watched Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory. It's like, man, can I jump in this movie? Can this place really exist? And it does. And I'm saying that to say, man, just imagine if your relationship was that way. Where everything about it you loved. And there was multiple layers about it that you loved. And that's going to make you want to come back all the time. That make you feel good all the time. Now, and I'm obviously, man, we're human. So everything's not going to go that way, right, all the time. But just... Man, just stay there with me where it's like for all the time, like you're like, I love it here. I love the way this makes me feel. I love how satisfied I am. I love the quality of this relationship. And that's what I think people have the potential to have if they strengthen themselves in all five love languages to where ultimately even if, if if both people are doing this, both partners are just like, man, this we actually are in an even exchange because we are good at these five love languages and we display them to each other when it's time to display them. And that that's what I really think a lot of times in this relationship, man, this relationship debacle, which is, you know, still still missing. And for those people that may be good at these things, that's why I always say, like, man, you know, I used to be afraid of marriage and all this stuff, man. Like that, man, big time commitment used to be afraid. But, you know, I started talking to more people in successful marriages, people that's in marriages, man, that's been going on like longer than my my folks been alive, you know. Like, man, like talking to these people and, and I've been encouraged and I've, I've learned so much like they drop off free tools for me all the time and I'm like man I'm I'm so glad I got that even the same way with this book you know and uh man I don't even I think I, I got given this book from a, another married couple that I look up to now they're a little younger but man like 
you know praise god for them and they gave me a bunch of books they got me like a whole a whole shelf full of books man but i'm saying that to say man like we we got to figure out as many ways to sharpen ourselves in these tools to equip ourselves if if love is what we after is love is what we pursuing if a relationship and a union is something we we choosing to have man i i find that man we got to get in the mindset of like not always like what can this person do for me but am i in the place to where like i can add to this person's life you know to where it's better for we like not just better for them not just better for me like in separate but it's better for we like this makes us better like this helps us in the future this is the best thing for us you know and i find i gotta start like i said i gotta start using the word we and us more often because you know, many times and none, I was in previous situations where, like I said, I isolated so many things, isolated so many things. But, you know, when was I like, man, let's let's just tackle this together. What's the best way we can actually do this together? What's a form where, like, we can we can come together and this is what's going to work for us going forward? Or even if it stopped working, how do we make the adjustments so that we, we are working again? You know what I'm saying? And, man, I, I, man I'm telling you, man, I'm just... I'm in a place now to where I, I, man, I can honestly say, man, like without a doubt, man, there's, this is probably the first time, man, where I've actually been experiencing like all five of these, like from my partner, like legit, like all five, like from my partner. And it's been a better, it's been a beautiful feeling and it's filled me up with so much love that it's like, it's, it's making my love overflow on my woman as well. And, you know, I just hope for people out there that's, you know, almost thinking like I'm just a hopeless romantic, man. I'm saying don't be a hopeless romantic. Be an intentional romantic. Have every intention, have every intention to do the best that you can. Have every intention to do all that you can. Like I feel like in this this scenario, when it's coming to relationship and love, you know, don't hope too long. Don't make wishes too long. Like you just just gotta get to work, and and that's what I think, man. Once once we all realize that, like both parties just gotta get to work for each other, and just like I said, dial back the arguing and dial up the work, man. More people will come together, you know. But with that said, man, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode, man. And I just want to say, man, we reached forty episodes with this episode, man. And it's crazy to think I'm almost I think like two weeks away. From when I, I recorded my first episode, if I'm not mistaken, it's just crazy to think, man, we 40 episodes in. I just want to thank everybody that supported, that's still supporting. Please, like, share this. And, man, I, I even feel like going into my third my third season, because I've been doing 20, 20 episodes a season. I don't know when I'm going to start the third season or if I'm going to continue on in season two. But I'm saying, man, I got to figure out a better way to start connecting with you know the people and just get more feedback and, and thoughts man like directly man and but thank everybody that's been supporting man this has been this has been good this has been great man and i hope it's been the same for y'all peace yeah 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 yeah